Business owners are cluing into the fact that Bitcoin is here to stay, but its adoption is only about where internet adoption was in the mid-90s. In other words, there's still a ton of upside and opportunity. If you want to learn how other business owners and entrepreneurs are using Bitcoin to enrich their lives and grow their businesses so that you can too, stick around at the end of this episode to hear the trailer for my newest podcast, Business Bitcoinization. And now, on to today's episode. You're listening to the Life as Leadership podcast. Are you looking for motivation and encouragement on your path to becoming a better leader? If so, you've come to the right place. Keep listening to find a community of leaders committed to learning and taking action to improve their world. The Life as Leadership podcast, where leaders gather to grow together. Here's your host, Josh Friedemann. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast this week. If you are an entrepreneur or anyone who has to work to attract people to your business or cause, this episode is going to be extremely valuable for you. Also, if you use LinkedIn, this could be a great episode to provide you some fresh ideas on how to make your profile more effective. Now, full disclosure, I am a member of the Young Entrepreneur Project, also known as YEP, which is the focus of today's interview. I am in a mastermind with today's guest, and when we were at an event in October, she was sharing about the Young Entrepreneur Project, and she was so passionate about it, I wanted to learn more because I thought it would probably be a great organization to promote. And as she began sharing with me about it, I I started to realize how valuable it was going to be for me and my own business, which I'm actually going to talk about a little bit more on our belated month in review episode on Wednesday. But today it's all about the Young Entrepreneur Project. And even if you're not an entrepreneur, go ahead and keep on listening because this is going to be a valuable episode. There are plenty of things in here that are helpful for leaders of all types. And so I hope you will enjoy today's episode. Now, our guest today has a passion to help others. It started when she had to restart her career at the age of 56. She had closed a home care business, $100,000 in debt, and within months learned that she and her husband's entire million-dollar retirement savings was gone due to some bad investment choices. In a quest to begin a new career to avoid a 9-to-5 job, she became an online marketer, a business coach, and is currently a founding member and on the advisory board of the Young Entrepreneur Project that offers three pillars to help entrepreneurs and aspiring entrepreneurs succeed. Here is Debbie Morton. Debbie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Josh. I really appreciate your having me here today. So I like to start off every interview with a few questions to help us to get to know you better and to give us some actionable advice. Are you ready for these? Absolutely. What is some lesson, saying, or experience that continues to influence your leadership to this day? I'm going to go with a saying, and that is the saying that attitude is everything. And what I'll say about that, it's not just saying that, it's truly feeling and believing it. Because I've been saying that all my life. But it wasn't until I really embraced it and realized that my attitude can change the course of my future. And I have to live that instead of just saying it. Use three descriptors to finish this sentence. A leader is? I'm going to say somebody who is humble, someone who is a servant to the people who they lead, and someone who's a motivator, I don't have to, in fact, most of the time, the people that I'm leading are actually better than I am at what they're doing. I want to keep them motivated and serve them so that they can be the best that they can be. And in doing so, I believe that creates better leadership. What is a question that leaders should be asking either themselves or others? 
I'm always asking, how can I better serve my team? What is a book that you would recommend to leaders? You know, early on, I read a lot of John Maxwell's leadership books, and I think he has some amazing stuff. Honestly, right now, I'm more focused on books to help me personally grow. And right now, I'm, I'm reading a lot of books like E-Squared, which is more about energy. And and I'm, I used to call it woo-woo. And I... Like I did not embrace the woo-woo at all. I'm a nuts and bolts kind of girl, but I am realizing that, that we are energy and that we really do create what we want in our lives. If you could get every listener to start doing something this week to help them be a better leader, what would that thing be? Personal development. When working on yourself by being the best that you can be, you can become the best leader for others. And finally, this is our arbitrary but insightful question. As a general life principle, is it better to ask why or why not? Absolutely why. And the reason is our brains don't process negative words. So words like don't or not or can't. If I were to say don't think of a pink tree, then our minds go to the pink tree. So if you're saying why not, you're really saying why. And so... Let's just start there. Mm, I like that answer. Now, you are a founding member and on the advisory board of the new Young Entrepreneur Project. And I say new because it is a very new project. And I want you to talk a little bit about that. Explain to the listeners what that is and why you think it is such an important thing. Thank you for, for allowing me to share a little bit about Yep. So the Young Entrepreneur Project, we are very new. We, as of today, we're about three and a half months old. And what I love about the Entrepreneur Project is being an entrepreneur can be a lonely journey. Whatever it is that you're doing, if you're a real estate agent or an insurance agent and you are working on commissions or you are building your own business, it can be a lonely journey. And Young Entrepreneur is a club for entrepreneurs and we help entrepreneurs in three different ways, three different pillars. So we help with education, being able to tap into our library of training, where if you want to learn how to build your business on social media, you can learn about LinkedIn, you can learn about Pinterest. Maybe there's some mindset issues that you're stuck with. There's some mindset training in there. Maybe maybe you're just not feeling all that great. You don't have the energy to build your business. We've got some health and wellness courses in there. And so as an entrepreneur, you can not only tap into that library of training, if you have expertise that can help others, you get to put your own training there. So that's one of our pillars. And then the second pillar is being able to incentivize your clients or your prospects. So being able to give high value incentives, and in this case, it's high value travel incentives, travel certificates that can allow your clients or your prospects to travel anywhere in the world. And we'll take care of the cost of the room. They just have to get there and pay the taxes. So it helps entrepreneurs be able to get more eyeballs on their presentations or, or loyal to build customer loyalty. However they want to use it, there's a lot of different creative ways. And then the third pillar is for either entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs. If they want a little bit of a side income, there is an e-commerce platform and we can show you how you can earn some commissions through Yep and actually build a side stream of income as well. So you have three pillars, education, travel incentives, and side income. And you are one of the contributors to the education platform on the Young Entrepreneur Project. Is that correct? I am. Yes, I do a LinkedIn training on the platform. 
So it has been since episode nine that we talked about LinkedIn. And we had someone who actually worked at LinkedIn um, share about her nonprofit, but she started by sharing a little bit about her perspectives on LinkedIn and how to use it well. But I know that is one area that you're really good at. I've heard you speak on this before and it has been extremely valuable for me. And I'd like for you to share how can people use LinkedIn to help to grow their business and to grow their brand? Most people use LinkedIn like a resume because that's how the profile is set up. And the cool thing about LinkedIn is the audience on LinkedIn tends to be more entrepreneurial minded. Facebook is more of a social platform. LinkedIn is more for people in business or people who want to move up in their career. And the platform is set up like a resume where you list your experiences. What I've, what I have mastered is how to turn your LinkedIn profile into a marketing machine. So rather than completing it like a resume, because quite frankly, no one cares about my job history. Some of my jobs have nothing to do with what I can do for my clients today. So I use each section of my LinkedIn profile to make it about the person I serve or the person I help as opposed to about me. Now, if you're looking for a job, then use LinkedIn in the way it's designed. But if you want to create a business, then turn your profile into something that helps others. And what are some of the best ways to turn some of those sections of your profile into areas that can help other people? So number one is the banner. If you look at the majority of people on LinkedIn, they have never changed their banner. And I find it interesting because everybody does in Facebook, but they don't in LinkedIn. That's some prime real estate that you can share in a quick sentence who you help and what you do to help them. And so using your banner is number one. That's some free real estate for you to do some marketing. The second thing is if you have a giveaway, if you have, I don't know, um, not everybody knows the term lead magnet, but if you have, if you have something of value that you can give to people or teach people and have them give you an email in exchange, now you create this, First of all, you can grow an email list, and in business, an email list is, is huge if you want to grow your business, but every opportunity you get to get something into the hands of someone who could use your expertise, you create that rapport and you create that bond. So they start to follow you. They start to look at your posts more. You start to come up in their newsfeed and LinkedIn more, and if you have that list, you can continue to be connected with them because you now have their email. So here's a, can I give just one really cool little tip? Absolutely. Okay, so, so when you use LinkedIn to build your business, you want to create everyone that you're connected with as a person who's in your target audience. So when I first began, network marketers were my target audience. I help network marketers be able to generate more leads. So every single person I'm connected to on LinkedIn is a network marketer. So they are my target audience. Everything I post is geared toward helping them. What I can do is if I create a new experience, and I have about 10,000 connections right now, and I just did this last week. I created a new experience. That experience was value that I can give to my target audience. And what happens is a notification goes out to every single person in my audience. So I had literally thousands of people saying, congratulations on your new job. And I was able to come back and say, actually, it's not a new job. It's a way to help you build your business. Would you like to know more? And so it was just an amazing lead generation opportunity. 
and, and it was just simply using LinkedIn in a way that most people don't think to use it. I love that. Think it outside the box to be more effective in what you're doing. And so as a quick recap, first of all, and this is for anyone here, you have a banner and I don't think most people think about it in LinkedIn, but you have a banner and you can say something with your banner. So go ahead and do that. Second of all, if you can give value through a lead magnet, something that can help other people out. And finally, create a profile that reaches your target audience. Now, Debbie, thank you for sharing those things. I want to delve back into the Young Entrepreneur Project and really examine each of these pillars and get an idea of how people can become involved if at the end of this show, it seems like something that is attractive to them. The first thing I want to ask is, how does YEP align with your values? Because I know you're passionate about it. What is it that makes YEP special and why do you feel like it's such a good opportunity and connection for you? Great question. For me, it was... The leadership, it's the other people in the community. It truly is a supportive community that offers so much training and so much mentorship. And for me, it was just, it was everything congruent with what I've been building the last few years. And, and if I could just give a little history, I left my home care business and I had about 100000 in debt. And I actually started a network marketing journey and a health and wellness program. And I wanted to be able to generate leads online, which began a journey of affiliate marketing and offering courses that teach people how to build business online, which then led to coaching. And each one of these activities that I did along this journey, although I made money at it, I just didn't feel 100% passionate. There was always some little piece of it that just didn't sit well with me. It just didn't feel right. And when I found YEP, it was everything that I was looking for, and I was in total congruency with it. The ability for, for entrepreneurs to get the training that they want and not have to pay a fortune in different courses. I've spent myself over $50,000 in different courses and mastermind programs, and to be able to now contribute so much of what I've learned in those programs into a community of yep and share that knowledge with others without them having to spend that kind of money. I'm very passionate about that. Now you were someone who got in on the very beginning of this. And I know that sometimes people like to sit back and kind of wait to see if something is real, but what was it that really made you decide to take advantage of this opportunity when you heard about it? For me, um, you know, I would have joined at any point, you know, along the way. I'm very, very grateful that I was given the opportunity to join when it was just started. And the funny thing is, I was pretty closed to opportunities. And I had a mentor about a month before I met one of the main founders of Yep. And I was kind of complaining, <laughs> uh, uh, complaining a little bit about what I was creating and how I didn't feel completely congruent with everything. And she said to me, just keep your mind open to possibilities. And oddly enough, it was one month later that I met Jimmy. And I'm so honored to be on ground floor. And I'm especially honored that he asked me to be a member of the advisory board because I get to contribute the things that I haven't liked about some of the other programs that, that I've been a part of. And they were great programs. There was always just that one little thing that just didn't sit well with me. And I love that as as being on ground floor with Yep and being on the advisory board, we're creating something that is that is truly a platform for all entrepreneurs. 
and I'm excited to watch the growth. We've already spread to, I've lost count, but I'm going to say probably about seven different countries. I know that we're in Ireland and Greece and UK and Australia and Spain. So we've already grown to a lot of different countries. What I would say is the sooner you get in, the sooner you get started in whatever training and mentorship and, and just being a part of that community, get started sooner rather than later. Even if, you know, right now we have about 2,200 members by the time this airs, you know, who knows, we might be at 5,000. And I know that within a year or two years, we're going to be at hundreds of thousands of members. And think of the training that's going to be a part of it at that point. And if your readers or your listeners here have expertise, we would love to have you as a part of the community and, and sharing your expertise with other entrepreneurs. And I want to get to that education piece in just a second, but you mentioned something a second ago that, that some of the other organizations you had worked with, they did things that didn't sit well with you. And I don't want you to talk about that, but could you talk about the things that did sit well with you? Some of the answers to those issues when it comes to YEP, what were some of those things that YEP did well? YEP provides a very supportive, non-competitive community. YEP gives the tools in a way that's more outside the box. Some of the other things that I did, you were promoting them and you were kind of inside of what their restrictions were, their target audience, their blog posts, their materials. And with YEP, we teach you how to create your own and be outside of the box. And so it's really developing an entrepreneur to be the best that they can be in whatever it is that they want to do instead of having to kind of conform to what it is that some of the other programs that I was in. Does that make sense? It does, yes. And I'd like to turn to these three different pillars and you've addressed them a little bit already. But first of all, we have education. Could you explain a little bit about what that is and what people can expect when they join the Young Entrepreneur Project? Absolutely. So right now, and we still have a bunch of training that's in production about ready to load. It'll probably be there by the time you air this podcast. Right now we have an amazing training on mindset. What are seven blind spots that, or what are seven strategies to overcome the blind spots when you're building a business? We have LinkedIn training. Some of what I talked about with LinkedIn, we actually give you step-by-step how to turn your profile around and how to market to your target audience. We have some Pinterest training. One of our top one of the top Pinterest gurus who has training that, that she's been marketing for several years, she's put her training inside the YEP platform. And, and for those who aren't that familiar with Pinterest, I used to think it was just where you go to get recipes and, and see the latest hairstyles. But Pinterest actually is a search engine and it's one of the most underused platforms for business people because you can be found on a Google search when you are using Pinterest. So you can learn exactly how to do that inside of Yep platform. We also have locals. We go into communities and have entrepreneurs come to our local meetings where we give them hands-on training, how to use Facebook to find their target audience, how to understand different personalities to market to. So we, we actually go into communities also. So if that's the type of entrepreneur you are and you want to create locals and help other entrepreneurs, there's that avenue as well. And so that is the first pillar. Education is the first pillar of the Young Entrepreneur Project. And I think that's telling because education has to be primary when you're trying to learn and start something new. The second pillar is travel incentives, which 
probably gets people a little more excited generally. So could you talk a little bit about what the Travel Incentives Program looks like for the Young Entrepreneur Project? Absolutely. So as a member of Young Entrepreneur, we have the ability to give away complimentary trips to individuals. And the way these trips work, hotels and resorts around the world know that they have vacancies every night. So maybe a resort in Greece knows that during the month of January, it's going to have 20% vacancy. And in the month of March, it's going to be 30. And so what they do is they, they put that inventory up for our organization to partner with them. And if we put someone in a room that they aren't going to make money on anyways, they know that you're going to spend money in their restaurant, maybe have a drink in their bar, book a, a round of golf on their golf course, a massage in their spa. You're going to take pictures and tell what a wonderful trip you're having at this resort. And so we partner to fill those rooms. So the person who receives the certificate, it's truly meant to be a wonderful experience. They pay a small fee, like $20 to activate that certificate. They have one year to book the travel and they can see the availability of these resorts. Right now we have about 3,500 resorts worldwide. And so it gives someone the opportunity to take a trip that they may not normally have taken. They might not normally have gone to Greece because when you combine the airfare together with the room, it's now a pretty pricey vacation. But if we cover the room, you get to take an amazing trip. And the way some of our entrepreneurs are using these is, let's say you're a real estate agent and you have trouble getting people to your open houses. Well, what if you offered a complimentary vacation to anyone who comes to the open house? Not only are you going to get more attendees to the open house, you're also going to get accurate email addresses because you're going to email them the certificate. And insurance agents, every year on someone's birthday, why not you know, just say, hey, it's a pleasure having you as a client. And if you have any referrals, you know, I'd love to offer them a, a trip to anywhere in the world. And just for that referral, I'll also give you a trip. So there's just a lot of different ways that people can use it to maintain customer loyalty, to incentivize people to, to look at your opportunity or your product. And for instance, network marketers, some of the high level network marketers have been using these incentives for years to get more people to their regional events. Hey team, anybody who comes to the regional event or comes to my home for you know, the weekly update, I'm gonna give you a complimentary trip. So they're used in a lot of different ways to incentivize and reward customer loyalty. So this sounds really good. I'm hoping that you can share a little bit about some of the trips you've been able to give to other people and maybe some that you've even taken yourself through this program. Awesome. Well, Yep is, is very new as of right now when we're talking. So I haven't had the pleasure of going on, a, on one of these specific trips. However, I have a lot of friends who have. One of my friends went to Mexico to the Riviera Maya. It's a resort that she stayed five days and four nights. Normally that resort, it's a five diamond resort, and normally it's four to $600 per night mm -hmm. to stay in the resort. By just paying the taxes and resort fees, she was able to stay four nights for $250. And she said it was the most beautiful resort she's ever stayed in her whole life. She was able to take her son, who's 17, and a friend who also had a uh, son that was 17, and, and her friend was just in tears and just said, this is just the most amazing place that I never, ever could afford a vacation like this on my own. So we not only give travel, we give memories, and we give life experiences that are precious. 
So the first pillar is education. The second pillar is travel incentives. And the final pillar is side income. Could you speak a little bit about that as well? Absolutely. So the side income is something it may or may not be for, for someone. You know, they can, they can use that pillar if they want. They don't have to. There are no requirements, no minimums. But one of the things our, our members are finding is that they absolutely love what YEP does for their business and they want to share it. They want to share it with other entrepreneurs. And so there are a number of different ways that you can be compensated. And it's really up to each entrepreneur to decide, do I want to make this, you know, just something that if I share it, you know, I get a little commission and that's great. Or do I want to create a side stream? Most successful entrepreneurs, millionaires have multiple streams of income and yep can provide an opportunity for entrepreneurs to create a residual side income. So we'll show, we'll show individuals how they can do that and set up some expectations of what it would take to do that. So as a member of Yep, you get to choose. You get to choose if you just want to, you know, maybe share Yep some of the features. For instance, you can just, you can just enroll customers, other, maybe other real estate agents who want to use the certificates and they don't necessarily want to be a part of the community and they don't want the, the training aspect. You can just still offer them the ability to use the certificate. So there's a lot of different components to that e-commerce piece and we can work with each individual just to see what their expectations are and what their desires are and, and we'll help them. So for those who have heard you speak today and you share about the Young Entrepreneur Project. For those that it sounds like something that it could be beneficial to them and the work they're doing, what does it look like to take the next step? What I would do is get back to you, Josh, and you'll have all of the information needed for someone to be able to. One of the things we can do is just offer a complimentary tour. You know, we'll, we'll allow you to go into the site and take a look and see some videos and learn about it so that you can make an educate, educated decision of how YEP can benefit you and in what capacity or which of the three pillars. Maybe it's pillar one, maybe it's pillar two, maybe it's a combination, maybe it's all three. And by taking a tour, we'll, we'll be able to share with you and answer any questions you have about how YEP can work for you and your business. Because our, our primary goal is helping entrepreneurs succeed whether it's in their business, whether they create a side business, maybe they don't have a business and they want a business. We can teach them how to do that. So, you know, we're here to serve in, in whatever capacity we can to help entrepreneurs build the business that they want and live the life that they dream of. Well, Debbie, thank you for joining the show today. Is there anything that you would like to either reiterate or give to the listeners as you are leaving this episode today? I think what I'd, I'd like to say is, Number one, whether it's YEP or anything else, always stay open to opportunity. And if I can share one little analogy that was huge for me a year ago, it was an analogy of, think of an air traffic controller. They're sitting in the tower and they're looking at their screen and they can see the incoming planes. And what they aren't seeing are thousands of planes that are also incoming they just haven't hit the radar yet. So I want, want everyone to look at your life as it is right now. That is the radar screen. It's what you see. And there's a lot of things that are there. And maybe the right opportunity isn't in front of you or it hasn't been in front of you. But always stay open to opportunity because they are constantly incoming. 
those opportunities are constantly incoming. And one of the most dangerous things you can say is, I already know that, or, yeah, I've already tried that. That's one of the most dangerous things that we can do is to close ourselves off to opportunity. And, and I'm so glad that someone shared that with me a year ago, because I would never have stayed open to the opportunity that yet presents had I not kept that open mind. And, and just knowing that the life I want to live, I'm not there yet, and I have to stay open to opportunity. Well, Debbie, thank you so much for that encouragement and reminder and for joining the podcast today. It's been a pleasure. I appreciate it, Josh. Have a wonderful day. If you liked what you heard today, I encourage you to learn more about the Young Entrepreneur Project by going to lifeasleadership.com slash yep. That's lifeasleadership.com slash yep. And even if none of these three pillars is right for you and the work that you're doing, I encourage you to think about people in your life that this could benefit, whether it's someone like a realtor, anyone in sales, or people who are trying to start something from the ground up. Being able to have the training, being able to provide travel incentives, those are extremely valuable tools for people who are beginning businesses. So if you can think of someone like that, I encourage you to share this with them. Now, a few of the key takeaways from today for me were, first of all, to make sure that the things you are involved with are congruent with your own values. I thought that was a great insight and it's something worth considering for all the things that we're involved with as leaders. Are the things that you are involved with congruent with your values? The second thing is to use your platforms of influence to help other people. And I'm kind of taking this from Debbie's discussion about LinkedIn, but more broadly speaking, what platforms of influence do you have and how are you helping other people through those platforms? And the final thing is to stay open to opportunities and be prepared to take advantage of them. As I look back across the last six to eight months of my life, there are all sorts of opportunities that I could have opted out of because they were new and maybe even uncomfortable for me. And when you step into those opportunities, great things open up. And it's not just the last six months. For me and my business, that's the case. But as I think back through my life, there are so many things that I could have not done because it was a little bit more comfortable or seemed a little bit easier at the time. But the truth is, when you step forward into opportunity, even if it's a little uncomfortable, there are some great things that can happen because of that. Once again, if you want to learn more about the Young Entrepreneur Project, go to lifeasleadership.com slash yep. I hope you'll join us once again on Friday. And until then, keep living and leading well. Hey, thanks for checking out this trailer for the Business Bitcoinization Show. My name is Josh Friedemann, and I'll be with you each episode interviewing business owners about how they're using Bitcoin to enrich their lives and grow their businesses. You might be wondering about the name, and I'll get to that in just a second. But first, let me tell you a little bit more about the show and who it's for. Unless you've lived under a rock for the last decade, you've heard of Bitcoin by now. And if you're like me, you heard about it a while ago, but didn't do anything about it until the last couple of years. Then one day, for whatever reason, it finally clicks. And after that, you enter the Bitcoin rabbit hole, as they say. And the deeper you get, the more you see the value of Bitcoin. But you know, maybe you're not there yet. Maybe you don't know much about Bitcoin, but are interested in learning more. Either way, this show can help you. Each episode will introduce you to an executive or entrepreneur who's using Bitcoin, the hardest money on planet Earth, to improve their life and their business. So 
What's with the name? Well, it's a play on the term hyper-Bitcoinization, which is used to describe the eventual rapid adoption of Bitcoin as other currencies get weaker and weaker in relation to it. When you compare a seemingly never-ending supply of dollars to a hard cap of 21 million Bitcoin that will ever exist, it feels like only a matter of time until hyper-Bitcoinization happens. The good news is we have the opportunity to be on the front lines of creating a new and frankly better system. Whether you're already sold on Bitcoin and it feels like I'm preaching to the choir, or you're curious to learn more, business Bitcoinization will help you understand how you and your business can be prepared to take advantage of the massive productivity and wealth that Bitcoin will enable. If business Bitcoinization sounds like a show for you, go ahead and subscribe. Obviously, you can subscribe in whatever podcast app you're using right now, or go to www.bizbitshow.com slash listen. Once again, that's www.bizbitshow.com slash listen. I'm looking forward to sharing more soon. And until then, keep living and leading well.